Welcome back to a brand new season of the Magic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Cohen, and like always, I am joined by the general manager and head coach of Magic Gaming, Jonah Edwards. And for this season premiere, we have Jay Bulin on with us, the third overall pick in the 2024 NBA 2K League Draft. So before I get some insight from you, Jay Bulin, I want to go back, Jonah, to pre-draft time and your evaluation of him. Now, you traded up to the third slot to get him, but what led to the decision to make the trade to begin with and then land on Jay Bullen with that selection? Yeah, so, you know, we we first started evaluating um, Jay Bullen and really the, the folks on his team um, at, towards the end of last year's regular season. Um, you know, they, they had a really successful post-draft campaign on the Spicy Boys was their team name. So we were looking at him and the, the guard that ended up going number two, Tutac, um, for a while. And they had a pretty pretty monstrous pre-draft as well they won most of the events uh in the in the like amateur league scene and so they were they were really prevalent and then and then josh ended up um playing with them on guard up playing with them uh towards the end of the pre-draft process and it made it really clear that like hey like jay bullen and Tutac are both really good so when we traded up to, to pick three um it was for jay bullen i mean like we knew right away like hey this is our guy uh we were a little afraid minnesota was going to take him at two um, because they kind of knew that was our guy at three, but it was, it was always him. And, uh, he knew that, um, early on, it was like, Hey, like we we knew, you know, I'd interviewed him prior to the trade up and, uh, we loved the interview and, and I was like, Hey, like, we're going to see what we can do to, to make something happen. And, um, yeah. So as soon as we moved up, I think he, he knew right away what it, what, what it was. Now, Jay Bullen, you're a local guy. You're originally from Kissimmee, Florida and have been residing in Ocala, how excited were you to stay close to home and join Magic Gaming after hearing your name called with that third pick? Um, I was really ecstatic. You know, not everybody was fortunate to stay in their hometown with with their league affiliate teams. You know, I was just really excited and happy to be a part of this organization. How would you uh, best describe your skills on the virtual court? I know you take pride in your defensive abilities. Uh, but what can those watching expect to see from you throughout the season? Um, obviously, like you said, I take most pride in defense, you know, provide styles for my team so that we are more comfortable on offense. So, you know, they don't feel the pressure that we have to score every play. But I'm also, I would say I'm really good on offense, too. I'm a really good shooter. Um, I am good off ball. I'm I feel like I'm I'm good on both sides. And Jonah, that leads me to ask you, will we see locks in 3v3 and then maybe in the 5v5, the forward spots, have a little bit more of an offensive role this year? I know in past years they were a little bit limited in how much offensive production they might have, but it seems like perhaps based on early gameplay that that might change this year. Is that what we're seeing across the league? Yeah, that, that's pretty accurate. I think you're going to start to see teams um, – even sometimes willing to switch the guard onto the guard so the lock can guard the other team's lock, especially as the clock gets deeper um, because it really is hard to get paint stops against the lock as a guard, and uh, they just have more offensive skill set than, than years past. And to be honest, also, like most people playing the position in a 3 through mode are also more talented offensively. I think like we've gotten to the point in our league where truly the best players in the world are in it, and uh, we're certainly not so 5v5 focused anymore. Like 3v3 is a very important part of the year, so... Um, yeah, I'd say you're going to see the points per game go up for sure. You're also going to see like random 18, 16, 14 point games from lockdowns. Um, yeah, I think across the board, you're going to see that a little more often this year. 
And just based on what you've seen so far in practices, scrimmages, and so forth, uh, what is the chemistry like with Jay Bullen added in? Now, you guys made a lot of changes in the offseason with only unguardable back from last year's team, although your other 2024 draft pick, Snubby, has been on the team before and was an assistant coach last year. But how have these guys been gelling since they got together? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're certainly a young team, Josh, and it's, it's a different environment. You know, I've had been able to lean on on Robbie for the last four seasons. Hold, hold on. Sorry, dog loves to bark when I'm on the mic. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I've been we leaned on Robbie the last four seasons to be a leader in our room. We leaned on Maddie a lot in the last two years to be a leader. And so we still are, are looking for someone to really assert themselves into that role. But I think aside from that, we've we we have gelled nicely together. Like I think our room is fun to be in. I think we get along really well. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm as far as like the way I view this team, I think like this is the most fun I've had being in the room with the team probably man, maybe since 2019. Um, like, I think we have a really young team, which leads to a lot of like interesting conversation and we just are a fun group to be around. So um, hopefully that can translate to, you know, the court. Now, Jay Bullen, did you know anyone on this team before coming aboard? And if so, which of the guys did you know best and feel most confident about playing with uh, this year? Um, the first person that I knew from this team before I even got drafted was unguardable. He was the one I really talked to the most during early in this pre-draft. Um, he always thought I was good and he always wanted to like play against the other teams on pre-draft. So he was the one I would talk to the most and snubby too. That was the other one I played with a lot. We was during a time it was me, him, two tech and chalk when we was playing middays. Um, we was just winning all the middays in OVN. So both of them is the two people I knew beforehand. And when did you start playing 2K? What age? What year? Did that kind of um, work for you? So I always played like casual kind of whenever, um, even when I was younger, I would play like, like play now with my dad or my uncle, like maybe 2K 10, 2K 11. That's. That's when I was uh, first started playing the game. And when did you realize that becoming a pro at this? Now, I realize a 2K league is still fairly new, but at what point during your journey playing 2K did it kind of hit you that perhaps you can do this on more than just an amateur level, more than a recreational level, that actually this can take you into a professional ranking level? Um, I would say last year, um, last the beginning of last post draft, two K twenty three post draft. Um, I started, you know, playing more three v three tournaments, actually trying in them, and then I started to venture into the pro am scene, and I seen that I was able to compete with all the best players, and I felt that I was better than a lot of the players that you know they had top top rank to go into the next draft, and I thought I should try myself because I feel like I'm able to play with the best players in the world. One of the things that I've asked to other players in the past is whether there was a point where they questioned whether they're even good at the game. Like not everybody right away will excel at anything that they do. Obviously, practice is necessary to perfect whatever the craft might be. But it seems like there's a mixed bag of certain guys, certain players that have said that right away they knew they were going to be extremely good at the game, while others almost decided to change course completely and go down a completely different path as far as the game choice 
uh, even though they loved playing video games. But when did you kind of realize that this was a game that not only did you enjoy playing, but you were clearly exceptional at? Was it right away or did it first it maybe take some time to get acquainted to getting used to the gameplay and getting familiar with what it takes to play at a really high level? Um, I would say a little mix of both. I always thought I was good, but then when I first started playing against the other players, you know, they were a little better than me, but I felt like I wasn't too far off. I was like, I just need a little bit of time to get more like, you know, used to playing at such a high level. And then I'll be able to feel confident that I am the better player or able to compete. Every year, it seems, Jonah, the gameplay for both 3v3 and 5v5 seem a little bit different. Maybe it's the speed of the game or just the movement of the action. But what can we expect to see, at least from the 3v3 side of things, that might be a little bit different or unusual this year compared to past years in the 2K League? Yeah, so, in, I mean, in threes, like, you're going to see less ISO this year, especially against a lockdown. You're not going to see many folks ever ISO a lockdown. Um, where last year, that was kind of like the the meta offense was like most people just in pure ISO. So you're going to see more screens and stuff, with, which can lead to some more stuff. You know, you can hit a corner and run an off-ball right off it. You can do some different things. So you're going to see some more off-ball movement, um, just a little more than last year. But for the most part, it, it, it'll look it'll look pretty similar. Um, and you'll see teams similarly to, to the last two years, like fight to get a switch onto the guard. And once they do, like then, then you maybe see an ISO, a guard versus guard. Um, try to go attack the basket or or maybe they overcorrect to the rim and you're able to to you know pull back to the three-point line and get a three and stuff like that so um, it'll look a, a little similar but a little bit different in the fact that like if you leave a, a lock uh, on the guard in, in isolation this year like very very few times are you going to go get a bucket uh, at least not consistently is there anyone jay bullen that you're most looking forward to facing off against this season maybe someone you've known for a while or a fellow 2024 draft pick that you're eager to go up against um, I would say too tight. You know, that's that's my boy. That's I've known him since 2K22 current gen, and he was with me through the whole ride. We've been through the ride together, the whole process of, you know, getting our names out there, playing against the best, and going through the draft together. I would say, yeah, too tight. Jonah, you guys will have some opportunities to play in front of an audience this year, similar to last year. I know you guys hosted one of the games at the Lake Nona facility, and you'll you'll be able to do that again this year. Also, I believe at Kia Center, you guys will be hosting a game as well. Then you guys go up to Charlotte upcoming to play a 3v3 game against Hornets, Venom GT. But how exciting is it now that you're going to have more opportunity to play in front of a live audience, something that you might do when you go up and play and you know bracket play for the later portion of the tournaments, but to be able to play some regular season games in that kind of environment, just how much are you looking forward to that experience yeah i mean so much so i think it's it's one of the most exciting things that we're able to do as an organization um in the 2k league and, and just in general for the team it's 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 awesome to be able to like highlight what we do in, in front of fans and get these guys feeling that energy um on march 23rd we're going to be having our our first local game here in, in in orlando at the kia center uh an hour before the magic tip off versus the kings on noche latina um, on a Saturday evening, we will be playing Heat Check Gaming in the Disney Atrium. So right front and center uh, in the Kia Center, which is a really awesome spot. Um, so really looking forward to that. And the energy and environment will be insane, I imagine, as every single fan is filled. The 10,000, 15,000 fans will be filling in. Um, 
as we're playing, uh, which will be cool. So, and then also on June first, we host um, the Hawks Talon team here down in Lake Nona at our facility at Lead, um, which will be really fun too. So, uh, we actually head out to Charlotte tomorrow morning. We played two games last night. We have one tonight. We fly to Charlotte tomorrow. We play Charlotte on Sunday. Um, we're recording this on March first, so we play them on Sunday, March third, and then fly home Sunday evening. So it's been it's a wild few days here for us, uh, but looking forward to that game too. Uh, Josh's family is able to make the trip since they're from Virginia; it's a little closer, um, so that'll be fun to you know. If nothing else, we'll at least have some some fans uh, in the crowd there. Now, Jay Bullen, do you prefer playing in front of an audience, or do you prefer playing remote, or does it not make a difference to you? And are you? A trash talker type. You know, we've we've spoken to guys in the past before, whether they're the type that likes to get into the heads of the other team. Other guys are a little more quiet with the whole thing. But where do you kind of lie with that? Are you more of a, a vocal person when you play? Do you like playing in front of an audience or does it not really matter to you too much? Um, To be honest, playing in front of people remote, I don't think that matters the most to me. But the trash talking part, it's... It's a little both. I feel like I'm quiet at first, but if I hear somebody talking to me, I'll definitely start talking back to them. You know, I'm not just going to sit there and let them feel free to run their mouth the whole time. Yeah, I always feel like it's one of the best features of the NBA 2K League when that competitive fire really heats up. But anyways, that'll be all the time we have for this edition of the Magic Gaming Podcast. Once again, thanks to Jonah and Jay Bulin for coming aboard. And as always, stay tuned to all the action on Twitch and YouTube. There's some great opportunities to engage on both those platforms. So definitely tune in as much as you can. And until next time, thanks again. We'll catch you again soon. (music) 